This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to Warsaw Fan TV and uh, the Joy and the Pain podcast, uh, part of the TalkSport network. And um, today we're looking at the new teams coming into League Two. And we have um, a team from 2019 who've uh, come back to join us. And uh, representing Morecambe is Joel Shooter. Hi, Joel. Hi, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's cool, mate. It's cool. Um, Morecambe uh, got into League One for the first time in 2019. Um, Derek Adams, a um, big part of that. And then uh, it was an interesting playoff final for you. Yeah. It was a, a late penalty, wasn't it? Yeah, back in 2021 it was actually. But uh, Oh, but... yeah, that was the next one, yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah, no. It, it was one, yeah, sorry, yeah, my mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those. I mean, look, I think if I look at back at our entire season, we finished fourth. We finished eight points above Newport. I think yeah. we deserved to go up. We were very unlucky not to. Uh, there was a bit of a harsh red card in a, in a crunch game against Bolton yeah. uh, that ended up seeing us lose that game. So it it was you know we were very unlucky to miss out. And yeah, look, I can't it can't be denied that on the day you know we got a bit fortunate. We were lucky not to concede a penalty in the first half. Uh, and then the penalty that we do win is a bit fortunate. But I think overall throughout the season, we, we deserved it. And, you know, it's like in playoff games, it's not all about, you know, playing your most attractive football. You're playing your nice football wins your games and gets you in that position throughout the season. But when it comes to those one-off games, you need to just dig in and, and grind it out. And, you know, I remember just in those last 15 minutes after Carlos scored the penalty, uh, it was just, it was a wall. Newport would never score, and we were just booting everything away from our box. It was it was proper grit and just holding on and and, make, and, and seeing it over the line. But yeah, you know, one one you know, I have to say it's one of the best days of my life that day. I bet it was. I bet it was. And it was Newport, wasn't it? You beat in the playoff final. Yeah, it was indeed. Yeah, I mean they'd had a good season as well, but uh, yeah, just it comes out. You know, it comes down to it on the on the on the playoff final. It's just about grinding out on the day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it could go either way. I think we've seen this year in the playoffs in the uh, League Two, League One, and that sort of stuff, all going down to penalties. Same with the uh, the Championship one as well, wasn't it? Um, tough, tough stuff. Um, Derek Adams, he's got a great reputation as a manager, but it must have been very frustrating for you after getting promoted to League One. He decided to disappear and went to Bradford. 
Yeah, it, the, the whole kind of managerial sagas we've had over the past couple of years have been very frustrating because ultimately, I mean, you look at, uh, you've got, I mean, Bolton's probably not the right comparison because they have a lot more money at their disposal, but you yeah. look at how Cheltenham and Cambridge have done. Yeah. Uh, Cheltenham had Michael Duff and keeping the kind of nucleus and, and the kind of the style of the side together. Cambridge yeah. with Mark Bonner, obviously. And when when you're a club like ourselves, like Cheltenham, like Cambridge, when you're when you kind of maybe punching above your weight a little bit and trying to be aspirational, the thing that I think, personally, I think the thing that really makes you able to achieve those heights is an element of kind of consistency with your manager and there being yeah. a kind of an overall plan that is implemented. And obviously with Derek leaving a few days after promotion and a new manager coming in who wants to, he's got his own ideas and wants to put his own yeah, philosophy on things. Yeah that makes things a really hard thing to gel. And then obviously a few months later in, in February of our first season back in league one, uh, Stephen Robinson leaves and, you know, it's, and, and Derek comes back and it's, it's just, you know, Stephen starts to put his stamp on the squad and then Derek comes back and Derek's got all their ideas about how he wants to play. And, and then there's not a right or wrong. It's about being consistent in your approach, recruiting for a manager, having all the players who are on board with the manager's plan, having players that the book the manager actually wants. And, you know, that, that's all gotten a little bit tangled over the past couple of years. So it is frustrating, but we are where we are now. We've got Derek. It seems like he might be in for the longer haul now. You know, he's stuck with <laughs> we helped out. We helped out for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, he kept you up, didn't he, in 2022? But this year, sort of, you put a good fight of it, won three of the last five games, but it just wasn't quite to be, was it? No, I mean, when we, we finished with a few a couple of points more this season, actually. But, you know, I think we have to say, you'd have to say last season, uh, the previous season in League One, there were some teams who just absolutely tanked. So that's why we could get away with that the, the lower points there. But yeah, this season just gone, I think, like you say, it'd been, we had a little bit of a renaissance around January. And then our best, arguably our, our best striker and arguably our best player, uh, Kieran Phillips, uh, got got injured and he was out for the season. And uh, yeah, he's probably Kieran, our... Kieran Phillips. That's the Kieran Phillips who was at Warsaw, isn't he? No, I've forgotten about that, but yeah, he was. And and I, I, I think he did an okay, it sounds like he did an okay job at Walsall, but he really, really blossomed when he came to us. Derek found a good role from the side. We were playing a system that we kind of he had him working up with Cole Stockton that was starting to turn out quite well. He had a good relationship with people like Jensen Weir, uh, coming forward from the field. And then yeah, and then he gets injured, and it, and and it was gutting, absolutely gutting. And I think we probably would have stayed up if it, if if that hadn't have happened. But yeah, we 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 had a bit of a dip after that. We were trying to rearrange things, work out you know yeah. um, how we wanted to attack again. And then we've had a bit of a resurgence with Cole hitting a bit of form towards the end of the season. But yeah, not not quite enough. And it's frustrating because if we if we won on the final day, we would have stayed up. But it yeah. is what it is. <laughs> well, the team, yeah, Cole Stockton scored two, didn't he? But Exeter beat three two, didn't they? That was a heartbreak. But I think, yeah. as, as it happened, I think Cambridge won as well, didn't they? So that sort of just on goal difference, you'd have probably struggled. If we if we won, we would have been a point above Cambridge, I think. So oh, we would have stayed oh, okay. up. Yeah. Oh yes. So it, yeah. it was MK Don's drawing with Burton that would have kept us up if we won. I mean, it, it was it was a it was a weird one really with Exeter. I mean, we traveling down the night before. Uh, you know, and then and then in the morning before the game, it was a noon kickoff, and we brought eight hundred down to Exeter. It was amazing. There was such an atmosphere, but it just looked like the players seized up a little bit. They just they they weren't grooving on the pitch. You know, they yeah. it just was very tight. And Exeter deserved to win the game three two flat as us. I think 
they were it was three yeah. one with about a minute left, and then Cole got a consolation. So ah, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it wasn't really like a last minute heartbreak defeat, or we were pushing. It was just we just weren't at it at all that day, and it was like we ran out of steam. The occasion maybe got to us a little bit, but it yeah. was gutting. But yeah. And the damage is done throughout the season, isn't it? So what, what did you make of League One compared to League Two? Is it a big Hard. difference, do you think, or not much? Yeah, yeah, loads different. Like loads, loads different. Like just I mean, I mean, you, you know, you look at some of the teams at the top of the league that we've we've been competing against, you know, uh, Ipswich and Plymouth and uh and Sheffield Wednesday, Derby this season as well. Yeah, yeah, Barnsley, like there's some really, really good teams and just just the sheer quality of player. There's some really good managers at the top there as well. And just, yeah, the way they play, the technical ability, the way they can possess the ball and attack and hurt you just with speed and, and efficiency and clinicalness. You just yeah. not it just it's a vastly different world to lead to, you know. I mean, it, it's it's been a privilege to see Morecambe up against these sides, and it's been really exciting. Uh, and we've had a couple of great days when we were beating Sheffield Wednesday in our first season, uh, 1-0 at home. That was amazing. But at the te- same time, you know, a lot of the time you do take a bit of a pummeling. So it's a bit disheartening. <laughs> oh, that's it. I, I think a few years ago, when I say a few years ago, it was sort of like uh, around about early 2000s, Warsaw were in uh, the championship. And it, mm. it seems like the quality that we came across in the championship, it seems like that in League 2 now, in League 1 almost. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I was a bit, a little bit, little bit young in the early noughties to tell you the truth, so I can't really remember. But <laughs> I was a bit on the younger side, but, uh, but yeah, it, yeah, this the quality is just shot through the roof, and I think you, you, you know, it, it's one of the most bizarre divisions just to look at. You know, at the bottom, like last season, we've had us, Forest Green. I know they've got a lot of money, but uh, they're still a very small club, and turn and Cheltenham and Cambridge and, and Burton have done amazingly to be at the level that they've continued to be at yeah. for, a, for a long period of time and obviously they're two seasons in the championship and then you look at the top of the table you've got you know Sheffield Wednesday you know UEFA Cup winners Ipswich you know just look, the, the, the sides that you're competing against is absolutely it's, it's mental it's crazy <laughs> it's good to be in there but I say you're down to reality sort of thing I suppose from Morecambe <laughs> back into League Two um Financially, things have got a bit tough for you, haven't they? Cole Stockton, um, he's been released, hasn't he, at the end of his contract or not been offered a new contract. And you're down to six players. My uh, latest information, is that correct? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was with the whole transfer saga last season, regardless of what, if if we'd had lots of money and tried, and it would have taken a lot of, uh, a very, very large amount of money to make Cole Stockton stay with us in League Two. So I think it was always, regardless of our situation being a little bit, uh, a little bit more tricky than we'd obviously like it to be. But I think regardless, I think he was always off. But yeah, it's been difficult uh, with all that. Obviously, there's been a protracted takeover move that just, wasn't moving and it wasn't going to and i don't think it ever was going to move and that's led to kind of a bit of stagnation and and, and a bit of confusion with what the budget was going to be for next season so that's why all the all the players we weren't able to offer any contracts out and we've already had a couple of people that we would have loved to have kept like liam gibson gone to harrogate so it's a bit it's a bit gutting to lose some of those players but uh i know there has it's been announced recently that we've got uh 
our owners have promised some kind of support package that will bolster the wage budget a little bit. I don't yeah. think it's going to be a massive wage budget. And obviously, you know, you're competing with the likes of Wrexham. Mm. Even Wrexham and Notts County coming up from uh, National League, Stockport, Bradford. Yeah, picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. We, we're yeah. thinking of that as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're, we're not going to be near the top end of the budget. At the same time, it's nice that it sounds like it's been padded out a little bit and it'll be something that Derek can work with and... As he's yeah. alluded to already, you know, he's a fantastic manager at this level. So I have every faith. Yeah, in that's what I think. They're a decent side. Sometimes, particularly in League Two, it's it's the managerial managerial nose to change tactics at the right moment and that sort of thing. And Derek Adams will probably help you with that. Um, no, I, yeah. things got very bad for you. I think in March, they like the players players were paid late, weren't they? Um, yeah. So financially, you've got some challenges. And uh, down to six players. One of the players that remains, uh, Max Melbourne, he was on loan at our place. I thought we did all right with him. How did he cope with League One? Uh, it's it's hard to say, really, because he tore his hamstring about three or four games in and has been struggling with it for the whole season. I mean, oh, it kept him out really. until... So, yeah, we haven't, we haven't really had much of a chance. And when he has gotten into it, and then he's kind of come back, he's gotten a little bit into his rhythm after a couple of games. Started two games in the week and his hamstring's gone again. So it's been... It, 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 he's a player I don't really want to go and put a big opinion on. He's had a couple of good games. I remember he, he properly shut down Connor Bradley when we played Bolton at home, which is yeah. impressive because Connor Bradley's a fantastic young player. Uh, and he did a good job against Port Vale, I remember, when he came back as well. But it's it's hard to judge a play when, you know... They've been that unfortunate with injuries, and it's just yeah. kept them out for so long. So we'll may, may, hopefully, you know, this summer gives him a chance to recover. And obviously, he's proven himself a bit in League Two already. So, you know, fingers crossed. So, with the six players, or rather five plus an injured one, <laughs> um, where are you going to get all your players from? Is that going to be a non-league? Okay. Uh, um, yeah, players coming through. You're going to use perhaps. What do you think? I mean, there might be a one or two from non-league. Thing, the thing is, I don't think we've really. I mean, we'll be looking at out-of-contract players. Derek, I don't think he's really done much dipping into the non-league markets, to be honest. Uh, from what I can remember, there'll be a few loan players padding it out. I mean, to be honest, the, the players that we do have contracted, they're good players. You know, Farron Rawson, Jacob Doe, that's, a, that's an incredibly good centre-back partnership at League 2 level. Uh, Don Love will be good in League 2, I reckon. Jake Taylor, he's got, the, he's got a, he unfortunately struggled with injuries last season. Hopefully that'll be behind him because he's, yeah. on his day, he's, he's probably one of the better creative midfielders in League Two at this level. So and we've got Adam Mayer who's a youngster who's come through our academy. He is full fully he's on a full contract now because we tied him down because he's really, really good. He'll probably be one of the better wingers in League Two to be honest. So 
we've got a, the, the six players we do have are actually really quite good. <laughs> it's, it's just but there's it, not it, very it's many of them. As you say, with two of them, uh, two of them with injury concerns and that sort of stuff. It, it, what what's your hopes for next season? Oh, I'd love to finish about fourteenth or something. I, I I don't really want a promotion push. I'm tired. I'm tired of all the excitement and, and anxiety. <laughs> I just want to pop. You know, we've had what were we? We've had relegation scraps under Jim Bentley for however many seasons. Derek's come in, taken us out of a relegation scrap, throwing us straight into a promotion season. And then we've had two seasons scrapping uh, at the bottom of League One, and now we're back in League Two. And I just want to finish mid table. <laughs> that said, if we you know make a promotion push, great. But I'd hope we've got we'll once we you know Derek gets on with his recruitment, which I'm sure he's doing at the moment, and we get a few players in, and hopefully confidence will start to build, and we will be able to put together a decent side. And I, I think a consolidation season would be nice while we sort out the ownership yeah, I issues think as well. A bit of stability, as you say, a bit of stability. I think it is. League Two is quite a difficult division. Um, you, you have got the uh, footballing sides in there, and uh, there is some big money, big money teams in there as well. And uh, but then Stevenage, Stevenage did it the uh, rough and ready way and uh, upset a lot of people um, and got themselves promoted. So it'll be interesting to see how they do in League One. But I think yeah. for Morecambe, I think trying to stay up is probably. Is going to be the one because it is possible with sort of um, limited finance, um, you could struggle next year. Yeah, no, I, you know we've seen it with sides like Chesterfield in the past, and you know teams teams the way they they, they, they can they can kind of sink. South End have obviously sunk very fast. Scunthorpe has sunk, sunk fast. So I think it's just making sure that we're, we're not in that situation. I think obviously key to that is we've got a very good manager, and I think. Now he's not got an, an, a properly mini school budget. Now it's been given a little bit of a boost. I like to think it will give him enough to hopefully keep us clear of relegation. But and then also just yeah, just build on get build on that. Get get the move sort get the the takeover sorted to whoever is going to be taking it over. And yeah, and just give us so a platform. You to get some on. money coming in. You get some money coming in. Is it Tyson Fury? He's a big fan of yours. He's a big fan of Morecambe, the area. Uh, I don't. I mean, he owns the, uh, the, the 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 gym and the pitch, the three couple of three G pitches behind the ground. But uh, he's and obviously he he did speak about it on the radio uh, uh, many many months ago. Now he did speak about it on the radio about potentially being interested in buying the club. Uh, however, this is apparently absolutely not true. He has actually since revealed prior, uh, that he actually isn't that interested at all, and he just did it for publicity. I think. To uh, to buy a football club, you need really deep pockets, don't you? I think whatever level you yeah. play. Um, it's funny enough on the channel this afternoon we're talking to uh, Hensford's new chairman, uh, Hayden Dando, because um, mm. they were sort of very pretty much going to drop out the league, um, but um, he sort of came back in, and uh, we're going to be talking to him later. Um, so uh, the finances in the national league. And uh, and the lower leagues still, it's it's still plenty of money about, isn't there? Yeah, no, there there is money about, and it's just about making sure that you've got you know somebody who does have the resources, but also the right intentions and the right know how to run a club. We've, we're fortunate that we've got a very very good board of directors at the club, and and really, I think anybody who's coming in just needs to look at the board, look at what, look, look at the job that they do, and think, you know what, I just need to give them a bit of support and let them do what they do. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I don't think a megalomaniac would be very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the, you probably know of Crawley, 
and uh, mm-hmm. what happened with Crawley, their guys that came in, um, crypto, crypto uh, dealers and that sort of stuff. And that's been a bit of a tortuous journey for the for the Crawley fans. Um, Warsaw's uh, directorship and that has sort of had some criticism. But uh, with our new owners, I think a bit more stability is coming. Um, mm. We've certainly not got big, they're not massive financial backers, not the likes of uh, the, the Wrexhams and the likes. But, mm. um, but uh, it's sort of fighting with a decent uh, budget, I think. Last thing, decent budget. Get a good manager in, smart bit of recruitment, and you can do you can do you can do a fair bit in League Two with that. Yeah, that's it. It's, I think for Warsaw, Warsaw finished sixteenth. I think we were we were helping for a top ten, top seven finish, but mm. uh, we sort of similar to you guys, really. We sort of fell away. We had D- Danny Johnson on loan from uh, Mansfield, and oh, uh, yeah, yeah. they took him back in January and wouldn't let us have him. Um, so we sort of plummeted from that point, really, and uh, I suppose did well not to fall all the way in some respects. But uh, no, no, exactly. that's, been good. that's been good, Joel. Um, good luck for the season. And uh, the Bradford, you'll be wanting to beat them, I should think, after after Adams yeah. went to Bradford. And then yeah, Accrington came down well, didn't they? Atkinson came down, thank God. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to live with it if they stayed up. <laughs> but Accrington's uh, a bit of a, a rival for you, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it's a funny one with Accrington because you go back to the 80s and the 90s, they, they weren't particularly, it was more kind of Southport and Lancaster City, but just in the years since, us and Accrington have generally been in the same division quite a lot and, and a lot of the time have been the closest rivals. So it really has boss and a bit of a, 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 a good bit of a rivalry uh stoked up by the fact that we uh didn't beat them for about 10 years when we were initially got promoted to lead two so that definitely uh that makes it a bit that made it very very annoying but then like you say bradford you know we've had some great games with bradford over the years because bradford's got a bit of a relationship with Morecambe, and i think traditionally it was you know where a lot of people holidayed in up from bradford they went to Morecambe, uh, okay, yeah, okay. obviously back in the 60s and 70s and all that so there's a bit of a there's a bit of a standing relationship, and then obviously you've got all the Derek stuff. And I would like nothing more than Derek, than us to beat Bradford at Valley Parade. Derek just to cuff his ear. That will make me very, very happy. <laughs> I bet Derek Adams would like that as well. Um, just got a comment from Matt Forsyth that's sort of uh, watching along with us. Um, seaside away day, hopefully a sunny Saturday game. That's what we're looking for. Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, so probably I be middle experience. of December then. That'd probably. Oh, obviously. Well, I think I, I remember last time. Obviously, it was it was the COVID season, so it, it was kind of irrelevant. But I remember the last time we we had Walsall at home, it was absolutely pelting it down with rain. I remember watching it on iFollow and just thinking, how the how the players actually managed to take a first touch in this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully, hope, uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, a sunny one. I know, like, I think it's got a relatively good reputation as an away day, Morgan. But uh, so yeah, hopefully, it's a decent day. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, good luck for the season and uh, keep well, mate. Nice one. Cheers, you too. Thank you. Warsaw Fan TV, and what we the mantra of the channel is the joy and the pain, which, um, as a Morecambe fan, you've sort of experienced that as well, as most fans do, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's what football's about, isn't it? Joy and pain. But I always think at the end of the day, the joy's not worth it if you haven't got a bit of pain in the first place, you know. Well, the pain that's it. you've got to endure good. the pain. You've got to endure the pain to truly enjoy exactly. the joy. Exactly, getting was... whipped at the bottom of League Two for about a decade made that promotion in 2021 really, really sweet. <laughs> nice one. That's been brilliant having you on, Joel. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, Walsh Fan TV, thanks for watching. Cheers, boys. Thank you.
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.